Hello and welcome to Goodbye High School, Hello Uni, a special podcast series presented by Student Edge and UNSW Sydney. I'm Caitlin from Student Edge and over the course of four episodes, we'll be diving into what the world looks like after high school and how you can chart your individual path in this world. We know that life is constantly changing and the future can seem uncertain. You may not know how or why yet, but you are here to make a difference. So get ready to hear from some amazing young people and UNSW staff as we find out how you can choose the best study and career pathway for a world-changing experience. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting to Bachelor of Science and Bachelor of Fine Arts student Jenny Tyler about why mental health and well-being is such an important topic for young people. We'll also find out how she achieved so much success on TikTok, how her studies at UNSW have helped her along the way, and what her plans are for the future. Hey Jenny, how's it going? I'm good, thanks Caitlin. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Can you tell us a bit about what you're studying at UNSW? Yeah, of course. So I'm in the final leg of a double degree program at UNSW, Science and Fine Arts, with a major in Psychology. So just a couple more Fine Arts subjects and I'm done. Simplified down, my degree combination is about asking, okay, why do people think and behave the way they do, combined with a little bit of how do I use art, design, creativity, and interactivity to communicate an idea? Inevitably, at some point, I was going to start using the art, design, and interactivity to talk about human thoughts and human behaviors, making you know the sticky science side of psychology a little bit more accessible. Yeah, definitely. And it looks like you're you know already putting your design and psychology skills into practice through your TikTok account at Jenny Tyler, where you've got seventy three point two thousand followers and 1.6 million content likes that is insane firstly but can you explain what your tiktok account is all about and why you decided to create it it actually started out as an accident you know pre-covid i was working i was working five jobs before the virus then suddenly there's no work and instead of being busy and out of the house six or seven days a week i would be home constantly so i did what every what every young person in my situation would do. And, you know, I I turned to social media as a means of escape. (laughs) Um, The first viral video, I guess, was, again, a complete accident. I was working on a group project and, and hit a wall. So as I do, I picked up a pencil and literally my cheapest cartridge paper and I drew my way around the problem. And then I woke up and, and that video, I think, to date, this video has three and a half million plays, which is astounding. Oh, my gosh terrifying right and that was again a complete accident so the video I introduced um, an emotional state depression uh, as it's explained in the DAS the depression anxiety stress scale it's a it's a tool psychologists use Um, and I basically just described the characteristics of this emotional state I I heard the other week that it's been played in a couple of schools in uh, New South Wales and in Western Australia um, for mental health week during assemblies it must be so surreal like how does that actually make you feel to know that other people have watched that in their own schools there is this voice in my head saying you know what 
you finish your psych subjects, but you haven't graduated yet. You don't technically have the degree until you finish your fine arts stuff. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm not a doctor, not a graduate. And suddenly there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people listening. So, you know, a little bit of pressure, but also there's this, this voice saying, you know how much potential for good there is? There's so much you can do with this many people listening. You know, you're privileged, you've had the opportunity to pursue tertiary education and, and suddenly there are, there are people listening to you. There are people prepared to learn, prepared to sitting there like little sponges ready to soak up all the information. So there's a lot of, um, a lot of possibility that I'm smelling at the moment. It's a, it's a good feeling. How has studying a Bachelor of Fine Arts and Bachelor of Science at UNSW helped you on this path that you're on? The most helpful thing so far is having the wealth of information that the universities they have it's at my fingertips so after the first video i became hyper aware that people were watching okay (laughs) but the university has all the resources so there's all these people watching i want to make sure that what i'm saying is true according to the literature according to like the most recent stuff i can jump on any of the databases i can email an old tutor or an old um course convener to confirm details it's been a really good resource as far as you know support and information goes Um, And then on top of this, I guess I'm a part of the School of Psychology. So I've organized meetings with some of the big wigs there who I'm hoping will be able to help me with the next step with hooking up with an organization, with linking my following, the people who need help with the people who can provide help. And I find it so interesting how you combine your creative skills with your psychology knowledge as well. Why did you decide to combine these two things? So I'm a bit of a a selfish person. If I see something and I like it, I must have it. And it was a bit like that with the psychology and the fine arts. So I've always been, you know, that artist kid, as long as my, as long as I can remember, it was my identifier, that Tyler artist. It's actually my URL for the website. Um, And I've been working as a contract creative for like 10, 11 years now, painted murals. I've made jewelry, designed logos, tattoos, worked in corporate sectors. It's, It's a lot of fun being creative. Um, The interest in psychology, I guess, came a bit later. I did some work in my final years of high school for a charity called Cara House. Um, They work with children, victims of uh, domestic issues, like heartbreaking work. Uh, But I got to see the CEO, uh, a lady called Mary Jo McVeigh. I got to see her at work. And let me tell you, she is to this day, one of the most incredible people I've ever had the chance to meet. And Cara House, what they do, they run creative programs as a part of trauma therapy for these kids. So I thought, you know what, I can do that, art therapy, that makes sense. Um, Obviously, you know, any uni student will tell you this, going to university with really specific career aspirations is um, cute, because as soon as you do a deep dive into into the area of study, you're like, oh my goodness, there's so much more going on here that I could do. And, um, but it's good, you'll end up doing something totally different, but it still sings, right? Yeah, of course. And, you know, it sounds like this is something you're very, very passionate about. How would you encourage other students to find their passion and purpose as well? Um, I always tell people to just chase down what makes them feel something. But, you know, do a bit of a dig. Dig around your talents. Figure out what you're good at, what you can bring to the table. Soft skills. Are you a communicator? Are you a people person? Are you visual? Um, And then build it from there, I guess. it's Life isn't just... mm, Life isn't just going to find you. That's so true. Your purpose isn't just going to like appear one day. <laughs> it's got to find you. Like inspiration will strike, but it has to find you working. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a thing. So just do stuff you enjoy and 
chase the feelings, chase, chase the good feelings, Mm. chase the feelings. I like that. And you know, like not everyone finds their passion or purpose straight away and that can be super challenging. So what advice would you give to other students who aren't quite sure what they want to study yet? I'd always recommend for young people to follow their passion and follow their interests and follow what they care about and what they love to do more so than what they're good at necessarily. You're really, really lucky if what you're good at and what you love are one thing. But if you're struggling, then chances are you love doing something and you're good at something else. And there's a whole lot of weird gray area there. Like, what do I choose? Where do I go? What degree do I do? What career path suits me best? Um, And I always suggest to students, if that's where you're at, then consider giving more weight to what you're passionate about and what you care about because you're going to be working for a very long time. You will likely retire, you know, 60 years old, 70 years old. You're going to be working your entire life. And I think it's really important that you're working at something that you care about, not just something you're good at, not just something that pays the bills. You're working at something that that means something to you. You feel like you're making a difference. You feel like that you're your skills and your abilities are contributing to the world in in a small way. You only have to pick a very, very small section that you want to focus on. You know, mental health is the hill that I have chosen to die on. That is my thing. I'm happy to commit my entire life to that. That might not be the case for you. And you might not find it until you're 30 or 40 or 50. It happens. Um, So give yourself time and just keep chasing the things that bring you joy. Keep chasing the things that you're passionate about. That's so true and such good advice as well. And just coming back to, you know, your success on TikTok for a second, why do you think your TikTok account has been so successful? Oof, I wish I had an answer or, or at least like enough ego that I could say, oh, it's because I'm that good, you know, it's because I'm fabulous. No, no, it's the algorithm. But I, I think this is my theory. Uh, I mean, this is fact, right? We're in a mental health crisis. That's the truth. And I think the reason my platform blew up so quickly is because people hear their own experiences in what it is that I say. I think the platform became so successful because I'm talking about these universal experiences, um, but also I'm an artist, so I can dress them up in a little story and with a little drawing and um, it makes sense to people, right? Which is, again, why I prefer to talk more about health and about wellness positive psychology, you know, motivation, emotional states. Uh, and I, I talk a little bit less about mental illnesses, despite, you know, my following is really obsessed with mental illnesses. Talk about this illness, talk about that illness. And it's great. It's great that they want to understand that. But if we're looking at a broader population, if we're looking at, you know, why the platform is successful is because I talk a lot about positive psychology which applies literally to everyone. We all have feelings. We all think we all need to know how to, how to harness that. Yeah. That's actually a really good point because like mental illness can apply to specific people and that's something that they're dealing with. But at the end of the day, we can all come back to that positive psychology that you're talking about and that wellness aspect of it that can enrich anyone's life. Mm, Yeah. I find it really ironic that the conversation about mental health talks more about mental illness if I say mental health automatically people will think illness illness like no wellness health good things positive psych (laughs) there's a lot of stuff going on you know yes there most certainly is and we're just going to jump into a quick ad break now but we'll be back in just a second you may not know how or why just yet 
but you're here to make a difference. In a world that's always changing, you know you can challenge the status quo and make a positive impact by discovering your unique potential. At UNSW Sydney, we help you discover that potential with a hands-on approach to learning and career skills that can adapt to future challenges. The world needs you. Discover what you can achieve at UNSW. So Jenny, how important do you think it is to make conversations around health and mental well-being more mainstream and normal to talk about? Like I touched on before, psychology is about why people think the way they do, why they behave the way they do. And, and no one is exempt from that. We all, we all go through these processes where we feel things, where we want to behave in certain ways. And I think the conversation needs to be opened up because people misunderstand psychology and mental health as, as a disease. It's a disease. You talk about mental health, you think about mental illness. What's going wrong? Why are you going to a psychologist? What is wrong? And it's not like that. It's a uh, Mental health needs to be talked about more candidly because it's how we live our lives. If I'm going to work unmotivated, then there is a psych hack to help me feel more motivated, to feel more productive. If I've been particularly anxious about something, again, that's not a disease. It's completely normal. And there are ways that people can deal with it and cope with it in quite healthy healthy ways. And having a support system of people that understand that these feelings, that these behaviours, they're normal, it makes the entire process so much easier, so much easier. Definitely. Yeah. Opening up that conversation is really important. And from your experience on TikTok as well, do you think young people are becoming a lot better at opening up about their mental health experiences and supporting each other? I think slowly but surely we're seeing a little bit of a change. I know, I know that all the, all the young people who follow my account have something to say. Uh, they resonate with the content because it speaks to them. Oh, and my favourite thing to see is people tagging their friends in videos or, and, and I like watching their friends responding. They say stuff like, oh, I never understood that this is what you're going through. I'm here for you. I love that. I love that. So they are opening up. I kind of think of myself as a mediator. So I'm going to open up this conversation, but then you need to go to the mental health professionals who can help you because you deserve to be heard because what you're going through is valid. And these professionals, they will listen to you without bias and they will be able to help you. Well, as you mentioned, you know, change is happening slowly, which is great. It's great to see any sort of change. It's not going to happen overnight. But I'd love to know, what are your plans for the future? Do you think you'll continue to combine your creative skills and psychology knowledge and keep supporting people with their mental health? Definitely, definitely. I mean, this is why I did my degree. I love what I do. Okay, I'm an artist at heart, but for some reason I understand science. Okay, I'm not a scientist, but I understand how it works. Um, so science communication has been kind of a big thing on my mind lately. Um, I have this pipe dream, okay? I have this pipe dream of running a program in schools that's kind of like Happy Harold, but for mental health, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, it Happy Harold. Healthy Harold, Happy Harold, mentally healthy Harold. And, um, you know, going around to schools, I'm a big advocate for early intervention, right? And schools are perfect because the program then doesn't discriminate. We get a really, really broad reach, potential to involve teachers and parents. And then we raise a generation of, you know, people who are hopefully a little bit more mentally healthy than us. So that's, that's the pipe dream. Unfortunately, you know, I don't really know how to get on with that. Uh, but I've, I've made my meetings. I'm doing my thing, uh, 
doing my best at the moment. But I guess in the meantime, I'm still making my videos. I'm doing what I can to keep the content relevant. Um, at the end of the year, I'll be shaving my head, which is very exciting. You guys can't see on the podcast. Oh, wow. Yes. Jenny's got really long hair. It's all going to be gone. I was thinking about what I can do, what the next steps is. And, you know, 70,000 followers, right? If everyone donates $2, that's almost $150,000. I will shave my head and I'm going to send that money to Headspace. That's the plan. That's the plan. Headspace pulled me out of some really, really dark places five, five, six years ago, like really dark places. And you know what? It's time to give back. So aside from happy, healthy, mentally healthy Harold and a, a bald head, I think I'm just taking the punches as they come. Look, Jenny, you're doing amazing things. And I have no doubt that whatever you set your mind to, you know, you're going to achieve it. And you've already contributed so much to the mental health space. So thank you so much for that. Where can people find you on social media, Jenny? So I'm at Jenny Tyler, Jenny with an I uh, on TikTok, on Instagram. I'm that Tyler artist. If you Google that Tyler artist, uh, my website will appear. There's a blog. There's a summary form. If you want to buy a print, I would be super okay with that too. Thank you for coming on the podcast. No worries. Thanks, Caitlin. So that brings us to the end of the last episode of Goodbye High School, Hello Uni. If you're keen to find a degree that will shape your passion into a reality, head to unsw.edu.au to find out more or follow them on Instagram at unsw. Or if you want to read more about the latest in news and pop culture, head to the Student Edge website or chuck us a follow at Student Edge on Insta. Remember, you can become a Student Edge member for free and get access to a range of discounts and other fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening to our special podcast series, Goodbye High School, Hello Uni.